Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's Podcasts for Teens. These teen podcasts are by teens and for teens. They run the gamut from author readings and music performances to discussions and book reviews by the Teen Center Advisors. These podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation with the help of the library's teen advisors. To learn more about our teen programs, including how to become a Teen Center Advisor, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the library by volunteering or supporting its foundation, go to www.foundation.spl.org. I'm here with the Teen Center Advisor, the discussion on the Motion Picture Association of America movie ratings. So I would like to get started. Okay. So the ratings are a system devised by a private entity and essentially to enable parents to figure out easily whether a movie is suitable for their children or not. Movie theaters now restrict access to films based on these ratings. So someone we're all teenagers here. It's one of you has to have an opinion. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, the MPAA actually decides these ratings with a board of parents that are from random situations that, I mean, they aren't, like, the same parents, and they aren't um, picked because they want to be there, I don't think, so much as they just want to get a collective opinion. So they have parents screen the movie and decide what they would give it based on their kids. So I think that, yes, there can be some ratings which are questionable, but inevitably um, the point of these is so that other parents can decide whether or not they think they should take their child to this movie. The problem with the movie rating system is that there's no guidelines by which the persons who decide what rating a movie has go by, and it's kind of kind of like a secret code. No one, no one knows what merits a movie from G to PG or PG to R. People have guesses curse words. A lot of people think if you say the F word more than once, a movie becomes rated R. There have, been, there have been several cases where movies have had up to nine uses of the F word and be rated PG-13. So there's no clear basis for what makes a movie have its rating. I feel like they really, the parents who help decide they don't want their five-year-old to decide they're going to the movies and the nanny doesn't know that that movie's bad and so they just go and the five-year-old sees a scary movie so I think it's good to have ratings because it helps I don't know keep younger kids out of bad movies yeah and I think you have to remember that um parents as much as a lot of kids hate them, um, are really acting in their kids' best interests. So where they might call something a little more conservatively than a lot of kids in Seattle or parents in Seattle would say, it's really about what they're comfortable with their child seeing and what they think is best for their kid, even if it is a slightly skewed perspective. Okay, so, so you'd say that if you're, that the, the movie ratings are, if not perfect, certainly well enough to be left alone. Yeah, well, I mean, like, The King's Speech was rated R. I personally think that was kind of a bad call because it was based off, like, just a moment in the movie where um, Colin Firth <laughs> swears quite a bit. But um, the well, truth is, I just went with my mom. Like, you can do that. If something is rated R, 
you can still go as a kid, but it's just making sure that you have your parents' consent. Later, they also decided that they were going to change it after mm -hmm. it was out of the point. Okay. Ratings don't always fit the movie, since it's from different people, as you said. Mm -hmm. And ratings are also kind of for convenience, because a parent could actually research the movie, instead of saying, this movie is R, so don't watch it, because it depends on the parent and the family. So, would you say that the fact that the that there are ratings that it's good because it makes it easier for the parents to research well, it? No, it's just convenient, so it's just... just I, I guess there's... I can see two ways to interpret what you just said, that either it's good because the parents can just look at the rating and see what the movie is, or it's bad because they just look at the rating and don't yeah, it's, go it's further. Yeah, it's like that. So, today's APAA guidelines are too harsh for inconsistent. The, MP the MAA defends its rating system saying it was established simply as a basic film content guide for parents. But if you take any movie, uh, you probably find very few where every single person would agree with the rating. And the board that chooses the rating consists of only like 10 to 14 people whose only requirement is to have parenting experience. But the system is industry driven and the MPAA won't comment on why specific films get their ratings or who exactly decide uh, what labels to assign. Um, existing MPAA system as inconsistent when it comes to sex, nudity versus violence. For example, in um, the case of this movie called Broke Back, there's only one scene where they kiss and one very short sex scene and it's, it's rated R in America, in the United States, but other countries in the world give it a very less rating. And the one of the cast member, Anne Hathaway, uh, she's from, uh, you guys know her, she's, she's on The Princess Diaries and Ella Enchanted. She said uh, once she did a film based on how big her audience might be and what the movie might be rated, but she won't again because at the end of the day, you need to be proud of your work. And she said, I'm not a businesswoman, I'm an actress. And the rating system is also not fair to the movie business. Since NC-17 is widely seen as a black mark because many theaters won't screen those films and most media won't accept ads for them. Like certain movies, including a lot of foreign movies, they choose to be unrated. And they say your theaters are the size of a football stadium. They can't and won't enforce ratings. And it's not because they're strict. It's just they're short-stopped. Another thing about movie ratings is that it doesn't really say whether a movie is good or bad. It's just parents' honest opinion, and mostly for what their kids, what they would allow their kids to watch or not. You said something about it's weighted differently. Violence has a lot more tolerance than um, sex or nudity, but the truth is that's a cultural value. It's more of a hot-button topic. For parents, are much more, because we're surrounded by violence now, with video games and war stories. So it kind of has become more integrated into American culture. I think that's why movies with violence are given lower ratings as opposed to sexual themes in a lot of our movies is just simply because that's kind of an iffy topic right now for parents where culturally scandals get a lot of press. And that's just because... And are you arguing for the ratings or against them here? From for the ratings. All right. From my point of view here, cultural, like the, the fact that they're culturally biased is a clear indicator 
that we shouldn't have these ratings because they should go beyond cultural bias to be as subjective as they can be. Right? Yes. Surely that would be. But kind of cultural bias applies to most of the population. So when parents make decisions for other parents, I think cultural bias has something to do with it because there's these shared values between families that they'd rather their children see violence than they see sex scenes. Uh, why is that? Isn't the purpose to keep kids out of things that parents don't want their kids to be watching? I mean, it's like the same thing, right? If, you, if your kid watches a, a guy kill a person, he might just, if you say a gun, he might just go shoot somebody. You might think it's for some. Yes, but I think that the reason, because you, you brought this up, is it's kind of like movies with violence tend to get lower ratings, like PG-13 instead of R, and that's because American culture has kind of developed a tolerance simply because there's so many video games, and there's just it's introduced more to our culture and at younger and younger ages than um, sex really is for kids. I think that while they may have cultural bias, since no people don't know who rates the films, like they don't release who rates the movies, so they could have personal bias that they think, like even though it may be appropriate, they think, oh, well, people shouldn't do that, so I'm going to give it a higher rating so less kids have access to it. And they have the authority to kind of dictate what children and teens are allowed to watch. I'm going to ask one quick question, and then we'll wrap it up. Do you guys think that there might be some middle ground? Can anybody imagine in a way that you guys have the power? What would you do if you are, have you been arguing that you want to get rid of the rating system? Would you replace it with anything? Would it just be kind of a free-for-all? Could it be improved? Who should decide? Yeah, I would say it should be improved. I mean, it's a good thing to have rating. You can't just let kids watch whatever they want to watch, but what I'm saying is it's too vague or inconsistent, and they have to make it in a way that's fair. The movie industry and the theaters and everything. So can you, do you have some manner in mind that would enable more objectivity in these ratings? Yeah, thanks. I mean, I would say, like, just like I said, they only have about 10 to 15 people who are just required only to have parent experience, but if they have people from the movie industry who knows how very knowledge about what should be rated what, then it would be a better. I'd like to ask one question. Has anybody here ever actually been turned away from a movie? Have you ever tried to go to an R-rated movie <laughs> and been turned away? Yeah, or, and I just bought a ticket to a different movie. And okay. And when it's an R-rated movie. Yeah. In, in, into the movie. <laughs> right, yeah. Good plan. So I went through a movie one day, and it was R-rated too, but my cousin, who's bigger, who's like 21, she knew that the movie wasn't really mm -hmm. that bad, so he just let me have a ticket because he, he knew the person who works at that theater. I mean, he can think of... Oh, it's not fair, whatever. But I mean, when you think about it, he knows what the movie's like. And he knows you, yeah. right? So he knows what you can handle. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of movie ratings is that so parents can see what it's rated and kind of see why. I think maybe what they could do is provide a little more description as to like how much, because they just will say language or violence or whatever. But it's also a parent can decide. Like my mom has taken me to R-rated movies simply because she's decided that I I'm, I'm mature enough to handle it. So I think. It's more so that parents have control of what their children see, and not so much what the MPAA says no children of this age should see it. I think if they just, instead of having ratings for age groups, if they just had be who the movie was targeted towards, and then instead of saying, like, language violence, explain what happens, 
what languages, or not what languages, what language they use, the violence, I don't know how much sexuality is in it, and then from that, parents could make their decisions on whether or not their children could see the movie. Thank you for listening to the Teen Center Advisors discussing MPAA movie ratings. This podcast was presented by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation and made possible by your generous contributions to the Seattle Public Library Foundation. Thanks for listening.